Hi there, this is John Farola. Thank you for joining me on today's broadcast of Sea Tribe Global Community. So, we're back on the series of business. Our topic for today is business directory. So, it will be in two parts. The part one will be discussed on Thursday, and the second part will be discussed on Sunday. You know the times 8 30 p.m. on Fridays, rather, and 8 30 a.m. on Sundays. So, I'm reading the following stories though, how Abraham left or for Canaan. So, I'm reading from in the book of the book of Genesis 12. I read in Jesus' name. Now, in Aaron, the Lord said, Okay, it's Aaron, not all now. Now, in Aaron, the Lord said to Abraham, Go for yourself for your own advantage away from your country from your relatives your family's house to the land i will show you and i will make of you a great nation and i will bless you with abundant increase of favors and make your name famous and distinguished and you will be a blessing dispensing good to others and i will bless those who bless you who confer prosperity or happiness upon you and cause him who causes you or uses insolent language towards you. In you will all the families and kindred of the earth be blessed, and by you they will bless themselves. So Abraham departed as the Lord had directed him, and Lot, his nephew, went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he left Aaron. Abraham took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and the persons, servants that they had acquired in Aaron, and they went forth to go to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abraham passed through the land to the locality of Shechem and the hook of, and the, to the hook or terebin tree of Moro, and the Canaan was then in the land. And then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, I will give this land to your posterity. So Abraham built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he pulled up his tent, pegs, and departed to the mountains on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west, and I on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. Abraham journeyed on, still going toward the south, the Negev. Now there was famine in the land. Abraham went down into Egypt, lived temporarily. So, I think I will stop at nine. Uh, I wanted to discuss about how Abraham left where he was, Aaron, to Canaan. And Canaan is modern-day Israel today. So, if you read down the storyline from town, he went, he left again from there. After God had swore to him that he would give his descendant that very land called Canaan, he went to Egypt because of famine. He migrated to Egypt. Um, and when he got to Egypt, he was scared that they were going to take his spouse from him. So, that's one of the signs that... He, you don't go to places where your covering doesn't exist. 
you always have those liabilities and insecurities that will come on upon you. But God showed up for him and preserved him, and they were forced out of Egypt. So, the second story I want to talk about is Isaac understanding the reason for staying in power. The book of Genesis 26. 26. From verses one uh, twelve to thirty-seven, so I'll read from twelve to thirty-seven. Then Isaac sold seed in the land and received the same year a hundred times as much as he had planted, and the Lord favored him with blessings. The man became great and gained more and more until he became very wealthy and distinguished. He owned flocks, herds, and a great supply of servants, and the Philistines envied him. Now all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham, his father, the Philistines had closed and filled the earth. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we are. So Isaac went away from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gera and dwelt there. Isaac dug again the wells of water that had been dug in the days of Abraham his father for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham and he gave them the names by which his father had called them. Now Isaac's servant dug in the valley and found that found there a well of living spring water. And the headsmen of Gera quarreled with Isaac's headsmen saying what the water is hers and the name he named the well Essek contention because they quarreled with him. Then the servants dug another well and they quarreled over that also. So he named it Sit Now, Enmity. And he moved away from there and dug another well. For that one, they did not quarrel. He named it Rehoboth, Room, saying, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. Now he went up from there to Beersheba, and the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham, your father. Fear not, for I am with you, and you will, f- and will favor you with blessings and multiply your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. And Isaac built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants were digging a well. Then Abimelech went to him from Gera with Azusa, or one of his friends, and Fico, his army's commander. And Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me, seeing that you ate me and have sent me away from you? They said, they said, We saw that the Lord was certainly with you. So we said, Let there be now, let there be now and hold between us, carrying a cross with it to before the one who breaks it. Even between you all you and us, and let us make a covenant with you, that you will do us no harm, inasmuch as we have not touched you. And I've done to you nothing but good, and I've sent you away in peace. You are now blessed and favored of, God, of the Lord. And he made them a formal dinner, and they ate and drank. They rose up early in the morning and took oats with a course with one another. And Abraham and Isaac said, sent them on their way, and they departed from him in peace. So 32 now, the same day, Isaac's servant came and told him the world they had dug, saying, We have found water. He named it Sheba, 
therefore the name of the city is Beersheba, well of hope to this day. The word of the Lord. So, the next story I'll be reading is the story that covers when Jacob became, how Jacob became Israel. The book of Genesis 32 verses Genesis 22 Genesis 32 rather 32 rather from verses 22 to 32 So I read in Jesus name But he rose up that same night and took his two wives his two women servants and his eleven sons and passed over the ford of Jabbok he took them and sent them across the brook also he sent them over all that he had and Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until daybreak when the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob he touched the hollow of his thigh and Jacob's thigh was put out of joint as he wrestled with him then he said let me go for days breaking but Jacob said I will not let you go unless you declare a blessing upon me the man asked him, What is your name? And in shock of realization, whispering, he said, Jacob, supplanter, schemer, trickster, swindler. And he said, Your name shall be, shall be called no more Jacob, supplanter, but Israel, contender with God. Israel means contender with God. Interesting. For you have contended and I have power with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Tell me, I pray you, that what in contrast is your name? As he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And the angel of God declared a blessing on Jacob there. And Jacob called the name of the Lord, called the name of, that, of the place Peniel, the face of God, saying, For I have seen God's face to face, and my life is spared and not snatched away. Chapter 1. As he passed through Penuel, the sun rose upon him and he was limping because of his thigh. This is why to this day the Israelites do not eat sinew of the hip, which is one of the aloe of the thigh, because the angel of the Lord touched the aloe of Jacob's thigh on the sinew of the hip. The word of the Lord. So, all the stories I'm reading with buttress the points I want to share, but I want to start with the word of the Lord first. So another story we'll be reading is the two spies receiving rehab at a bridge as a bridge builder into the promised land. So is uh, the book of Joshua verse two chapter two rather chapter two Joshua son of Nun sent two men strictly to Shittim as scouts, saying, Go view the land, especially Jericho. And they went and came to the house of a harlot named Rehab and lodged there. It was there, it was told the king of Jericho, Behold, there came men in the tonight of Israel of the Israelites to search out the country. The king of Jericho sent to Rehab saying, Bring for the men who have come to you, who entered your house, for they have come to search out the land. But the woman had taken two men and eaten them. So she said, Yes, two men came to me, but I did not know from where they had come. And at the gate closing time, after that the men went out where they went, I don't know. Pursue them quickly for you will overtake them. 
but she brought them up to the roof, eating them under the stalks of flax, which she laid in order there. So the men pursued them to the Jordan as far as the fort. As soon as Joshua had gone, the city's gates were shut. Before the two men had laid down, Rehab came up to them on the roof, and she said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land, that your terror is falling upon us, and all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to the two kings of Amorite who were on the east side of Jordan, Sion and Hoj, whom you utterly destroyed. When we heard it, our hearts melted. Neither did the spirit or courage remain anymore in any man because of you. For the Lord your God is a God in heaven above and on earth beneath. Now then I pray you, swear to me by the Lord, since I have shown you kindness, that you also will show kindness to my father's house and give me short sure time. Save alive my father, my brother, my brother's sisters, and all that all they have and deliver us from death. And the man said and the men said to her, Our lives for yours. If you do not tell this business of ours, then when the Lord gives us this land, we will deal kindly and faithfully with you. Then she led down the rope, she led down by the rope to the window, for her house was built in the town's wall wall. So she dwelt in the wall. She said to them, Get to the mountains, let lest the pursuers meet you. Hide yourselves there for three days until the pursuers have returned. And afterwards you may go away. The men said to her, We would be blameless of this oath. You have made us well. The responsibility is now yours. Behold, we come in the land. We shall bind this scarlet cord on the, in the window through which you let us down and you shall bring your father your mother and brothers and all your father's household into your house and if anyone goes out of the doors of the house into the street his blood shall be upon his head we will not we will be goodless but if a hand is laid upon anyone who is with you in this house his blood shall be on our head so and so on and so forth. Another story I want to talk about is Elijah being fed by a widow and raven. And God used that to remove his attachment to the blessings. But the blesser God. So first Kings seventeen. I'll read from verse 2 to 16. And the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Go from here and turn east and hide yourself by the brook of Cherith, east of Jordan. You shall drink of the brook, and I, shall, I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he did according to the word of the Lord. He went and dwelt by the brook Cherith, east of Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, bread and flesh in the evening. And he drank of the brook. After a while, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. And the word of the Lord came to him Arise and go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. When he came to the gate of the city, behold, a, wind, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her, Bring me a little water in the vessel that I may drink. 
and she was as she was going to get it he called to her and said bring me a morsel of bread in your hand she said as the lord your god lives i have not a loaf baked only a handful of meal in the jar and a little oil in the bottle see i'm gathering through sticks that i may go in and bake it for me and my son that we may eat and die elijah said to her fear not go and do as you have said but make a little cake of it first bring it to me and after i will prepare some for yourself and your son 14 for thus says the lord the god of israel the jar of meal shall not waste away or the bottle of oil fail until the day that the lord sends rain on the earth 15 she did as elijah said and she he and her household had for many days the jar of meal was not spent nor did the bottle of oil fail according to the word of the lord spoke through elijah the word of the lord so many a times we become complacent in our work with god we start to behave like we have seen the end of god and this season's birth and anomalies like idolatry because we became attached to special moves of god and not his ways you need to understand you need strong understanding of trust with god before you can walk into dominion dominion here in this context is a realm of impossibilities with your name on it if care is not taken we may become like sadducees and pharisees who obstruct the latest move of god because they are complacent in known ways and works of god we have to discuss these stories to make you understand the god that god doesn't doesn't do life with you can understand that god doesn't doesn't do life with every individual the same way yes some miracles are common to man especially when god wants to stay our faith sometimes to rejuvenate our hearts god sends shock driven testimonies to further make our hearts alive for him he simply tries to remind us about his sovereignty who you believe whose report you believe what you believe is a function of his direction or pathways in your life pause reflect and react you realize that god was with you all the way the god we serve gives us opportunity to choose his guidance and blueprint powered by his spirit though the greatest experiences we work with or work for as we walk the greatest the, our greatest experiences as we walk with and work for god is that he would always recompense at the other side of victory or overcoming so we discuss business directory as you go into any area of business that of your concern you understand something that after you've done your research after you've done you know all the things that makes you that seems like the works right like research and gathering information as you make you know or you get a data for informed decision 
I want you to understand that the ways of God varies based on season and times. Always make an exception to always know the intent of or ask God about the how you can achieve better. Because sometimes, because we know God, we come to an end of our knowledge of Him. We don't know that God always seeks to do new things in new ways in our lives. So be open-minded to God's business directory for your business. After you've done everything that is humanly possible, like systems, processes, and uh, structure, open your heart to receive instructions as long as you are committed your business to the hands of God. So, heads bowed and eyes closed. This will continue in the subsequent uh, broadcast. But as we end this broadcast, I would admonish you to put your hand on your chest. And say these words after me lord jesus come into my life help me to conceptualize the idea of your directions in every area of my life help me to know you more help me to walk in love and in truth absolute truth of the knowledge of you in the mighty name of jesus christ heads bowed and eyes closed heavenly father we thank you for your word has gone forth we ask and let these words bear fruit in the lives of everyone that has listened and let us, of course, to walk into new dimensions of God's consciousness in, our, in every area of our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for answer prayers. We thank you for your words, us. For in Jesus, wonderful name we pray. So, we'll continue on this discussion in the subsequent um, broadcast on Sunday, 8.30 a.m. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I pray and I hope that what we've shared with you would lead you to your higher self in God. Cheers to a wonderful weekend. I remain your host, John Farrella. <laughs>